Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of 20 Fucking Something. It's me, your host, Michaela, coming at you with another hot and spicy topic about experiences in our 20s. Um, so, I've been gone for a bit. Um, some people have noticed. So shout out to you guys, the fans. Um, honestly, it's kind of weird because I, if I was a student, I'd be like, oh, um, it's because like everything's starting to get really busy, but I'm not a student, so that's not an excuse. I guess I just am so used to being a student that around this time when I was a student, um, things would start picking up, and now since I'm not a student anymore, I, and it's just something that I've experienced for the last four years, so I guess it's just something that I might experience this year and maybe next year. I don't know, but, um, it's been a weird time. Um, I'm releasing this episode on a fucking Tuesday night, so if that doesn't say weird, then I don't know what does, but today I'm going to talk about the struggles of being involved in the art world. I've recorded this episode twice. Each time I wasn't very comfortable with, um, it in general, like I wasn't, I I wasn't really feeling it. So, um, I am going to try to record it again and make sure that I have all my bases covered and I'm not coming off as like a, a rude human who thinks I know everything about art. So if you're interested in learning about my struggles in the art world, um, then please keep listening. And if not, then next week, uh, hopefully next week or maybe like three weeks from now, I will, I will, I'm releasing another episode that I'm actually really excited about as well. So, um, yeah. Every time I record a podcast, we always talk about, you know, updates and life shit. Um, so I am getting very annoyed with my neighbor. Um, he is a retired man who, if you make a peep after nine o'clock at night, he's calling the cops on you, but he's allowed to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning to mow his lawn. Um, I hate that. (sighs) that was oh my god that's so annoying like I hate that um because I've I've literally heard him yell at my other neighbors and like him yelling is louder than my actual neighbors noises so it's annoying when people think the whole world revolves around them basically um I don't know um I'm just kind of in the middle of it I kind of just mind my own business but like I he doesn't fuck with me but sometimes I wish he does so that I have a like an opportunity to put him in his place because I know some people are like scared of old people and be like oh you got to respect old people nah because if you disrespect me you're getting fucked up I don't care if you're 70 or 5 like get the fuck off um I can't wait for the day that he does and yeah because one time he did call the cops on me not me but like um I had a guest park in a little inch of his driveway and he called the cops on me so um the cops knocked on my door and they were like hey and I was like all right I actually looked at the cop and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And he was like, yeah, I know. I don't even know why I'm here. Um, and honestly, if I wasn't so flustered about everything that was going on because I just moved into my house, I probably would have gone out there and been like, yo, bro, if you have a problem with me, come say something or this next year me living at this property will be hell for you. Um, but I wasn't. I was a respectful queen trying not to step on anybody's toes, but now that I've been here for six months, it's as much as my home as it is your home, so hop the fuck off. Um, that's my little rant about my annoying neighbor. 
Um, let's see what else happened this week. I went and bought plants. I overspent my plant budget, which still isn't a lot. I spent like maybe sixty dollars, um, which is kind of a lot, but it it it's kind of equivalent to like two nights out, and I stayed two nights in, so um, it's good instead of like going out because my plans this weekend were unfortunately canceled. So. Um, I just went out, and I wasn't expecting to spend so much, but, yeah. Um, plants make me happy. They bring life into my life, so here I am. I probably have to go do some Uber Eats deliveries to make back that money. Um, yeah. Since I'm very transparent on this podcast, I had a severe panic attack the other day, um, to a point where even if I try to breathe, it would feel like someone was stabbing me. Um, which unfortunately is not very fun, so I had to take a mental health day at work, which I also want to talk about. It's very important to take mental health days at work. Um, something you can look forward to, go ahead and mark in your calendar. Hopefully you have a lenient, um, boss like I do. Um, but a lot of people I know aren't working full-time, so when I wasn't working full-time, I didn't need as many mental health days. Um, I am almost a month away from leaving to Mexico, which I'm very excited about. My cousin is very excited to see me. I'm not excited about leaving my home alone with my roommates, but you know, it is what it is. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And <laughs> I am going to like start a new thing on this where I talk about like my pet peeve. So I went on a like 20 minute rant yesterday over this because I was so pissed after I saw this. This man was walking his dog and he full on saw that his dog was trying to use the restroom, but kept pulling at him. That is my biggest pet peeve. Do not have a fucking animal if you can't respect them. Um, how would you feel if someone tied a leash to you and you had been holding your bladder all day waiting to go outside and you're finally outside and you start using the restroom and someone immediately just pulls you off the toilet? like. How would that make you feel? <laughs> and I know some people are like, Michaela, dogs don't have like the same like mind complex as humans. It's true, they don't, but even if they don't, like even if someone are even if something doesn't have the same complex thinking as you doesn't mean that you shouldn't respect it. Um, so please make sure that you are not being mean to your pets because that is uh, that's my biggest pet peeve. Like people who like tug on their um pets leashes like that when they know that they're using the restroom like yeah if they stop and sniff for like 20 minutes like bitch why the fuck are you sniffing that long but like <sighs> some people don't deserve animals and that will that is a hit uh hill i will die on um some people just don't deserve animals all right let's get into today's episode before i like rant for 50 years i finally have the house to myself which is another reason why i haven't been recording because i have not had the house to myself like i literally have not had the house to myself and my roommate actually went out of town and then he came back into town like a day later when he said he was gonna be gone all weekend and I was like are you freaking kidding me so this is the struggles of being involved in the art world so my background is um I have my BFA and my bachelor's of fine arts in interior architecture at UNCG um I, before that, I was getting my associate's degree in mechanical engineering, and before that, I went to a STEM high school, um, and I basically focused on drafting and mathematics there. Um, 
And before that, I went to middle school, which wasn't, like, any type of special middle school. My high school I had to apply to and everything, um, which I talked about with my sister. I don't really think um, the whole applying process was necessary. I feel like it's just something to make the school look better. Um, I have a bunch of shit to say about my high school, but I'm not going to say it here. Um, I took a draft, uh, no, I took a shop class my seventh grade year at my middle school and we did a whole class period on drawing blueprints and that's when I realized that I loved drawing blueprints um just the idea of seeing a house you see a house like 3d and everything um you walk inside of a house and all that but then imagine like you're a giant and you're towering over a house and you just pull off the roof and that's just what you draw um it was cool I liked it and Ever since I was 12, I was drawing blueprints for people um, in my family. I would sit them down and be like, how many rooms do you want? How many bathrooms do you want? Like, what square footage? What like what what, what are your necessities? What do you need? Um, just things like that. Necessities and needs are the same thing. I don't know why I said that. But, yeah. So that's what I did. And um, for my graduation, because I graduated in 2021, um, my sister actually gifted me the house that I built for her. I drew out for her when I was 12 and it's hanging on my wall right now and it's super cute because it just means so much to me that um, I was able to accomplish essentially what I've always wanted to do since I was little and that people recognize that I worked really hard to get to the point where I am in my life. Am I using my degree? Absolutely not. I work at a warehouse. Um, I recently set up my rates and services for my interior design stuff so um, they're pretty affordable if you ask me. They're like $20 a rendering. Um, and stuff like that. I offered a new service of, um, what is it? I offered a new service of personal shopping. That's basically like where I will do all the shopping for you or I will go shopping with you and point out stuff that I think that would fit in your area within your budget. Like I do all the researching and basically you just swipe your card. Um, which is cool. Something I've always wanted to do. So if you ever need that, please hit me up. Uh, yeah, so design, what I've realized is um, as far from the art world as you can be. Um, when you think art, you think indie people, people who like dress cool colors, people who have bright hair. When you think interior design and architects, you think rich men, um, rich women, uh, what's the word? White women. <laughs> um, you don't necessarily think like the out there people. and. My experience with the interior design world, um, I have never met somebody who has like an eclectic type of bohemian um, vibe to them in the design world, which is where I'm very stuck at right now because I recognize that being this rich, um, white, uh, high class designer is not who I ever want to be. Um, and the clientele for that is just so much higher these days and since I'm starting off since I just graduated from college I don't have like a base I will have to work under somebody and I will have to do designs that don't really fit my aesthetic which sucks because um that's the thing in the art world you create your own art essentially and people come to you like if you're a photographer and you have a certain vibe people come to you and they're like I like your vibe let's do the shoot or like 
when you want to get a tattoo, you research tattoo artists and you go to a tattoo artist that you would think would fit your vibe. Like people reach out to you. Whereas in design, um, the clientele is a little bit harder and you're more than likely going to have to adapt around the client, which isn't a big deal. Um, when I moved to California in the summer of 2020, um, at the height of the pandemic, and I worked for a high-end commercial residential firm in Pasadena, um, Los Angeles area. It was nice. I liked it. For the company being high-end and prestigious and working with celebrity clients, um, I never really got the vibe that they were like rich kids growing up. Um, it was a minority-owned um, company, and they only had six I actually don't think a single white person worked there. They had like six employees. They were really nice. They let me dye my hair. Um, my boss was actually part of the LGBTQ plus community. So that was cool. It was, um, that's another thing that I have encountered in the design world is that they're not very open to things like that just because the design community is not a one size fit all, unfortunately. Um, it's, like I said, it's, my graduating class was diverse in a sense. However, um, we did have a fair share of those people who had advantages and had privilege growing up, and you could tell that through their work. Um, yeah, uh, I, I'm trying to word this very carefully because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings because I love design. I've had a love for design my whole life. I've had a love for architecture my whole life but I was too far into the game when I got to the point where I realized that it's probably not where a person like me should be. Um, did it make me fall out of love with design? Absolutely not. I still love it. Um, I think I had three, I don't know, I had two very close Hispanic friends in my major who made me feel very um, welcomed and made me feel part of something when we were surrounded by essentially um, privileged people. Um, I, d I also had like a white friend who was adopted and so IARC did provide a decent amount of diversity. However, um, there was a lot of that uh, normal interior designers that you see every day out in the real world involved in our program that often discouraged us because we did look different and our designs were different and just stuff like that. Um, so I, I don't know. Um, I've dabbled a lot in the art world. I, I used to draw, I still draw occasionally. Um, I used to paint. Um, I worked with like pastels and everything. I did digital um, graphic design for a bit. What else have I done? Um, let's see. Photography. I did photography when I was little. Like, my mom had a camera, and I would just snap pictures. And I actually have a decent amount of pictures that I took when I was little. That, well, actually, um, I was. So a photographer was hired for an, a family event that we did have, but <laughs> I was also another photographer and they ended up using a lot of the pictures that I took. Um, 
yeah, so that was cool because I was like 12. And I think when hobbies become a job, um, that kind of sucks when like when pressure's put on you. And that's another reason why um, the art world is a struggle. You know, you want to do what, like you want to make a job out of something you love. However, you recognize that when you start getting paid for stuff, a lot more pressure gets put on you and then people start taking advantage of you. My issue was when I was drawing and when I was taking pictures, um, and even now with design, people will hit me up and be like, hey, does this look okay? Does this look okay? Does this look okay? And like, if a friend ever hit me up and was like, hey, does this look okay? I'd be like, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, but the fact of the matter is that I, I am a designer. So when people hit me up, I know their intentions are like, I need your advice and unfortunately in the past I've had some people hit me up and they're like what do you think of this and I'm like mm, that absolutely does not go together and then they're like well what do you know why the fuck did you ask me like I'm not gonna sit here and tell you like your house is ugly because that's your design that's your space you're gonna be spending more time in it than I am but like don't ask me for um my opinion if you are gonna get upset and then um basically say that I don't have the qualifications to say that the spot that you are creating is not how I would design it. Um, that's another thing that I have struggled with in the art world is the friends and family thing. Um, I've had people, friends and family take advantage of me, make me do renderings. I don't think people understand how much time it takes to create a space that is in the real world and put it onto your computer to almost look the exactly the same with the same wallpaper with the same flooring with the same furniture to scale for them to essentially not use it and it's like why do you even ask me for my opinion um i think that's my biggest struggle in the design world is people asking me for my opinion because they know that i'm a designer and then not taking it but getting offended when I do give them my opinion. Um, like I said, it's your space. People may come into my house and be like, this is not how I would set it up. And I'd be like, okay, that's fine. I'm not going to come at them and be like, well, I'm a designer. I studied this for four years. How my space is set up is fine. Because design is way more complex than like all the shit I studied. Like it's about being comfortable. So essentially if you're comfortable in your space, it doesn't give a fuck who, who cares. But um, I remember when I just left... Uh, college I wanted because I, I work at a warehouse and I, I stayed there because my boss essentially wouldn't let me leave <laughs> but um I work at a warehouse and I wanted to make sure if I ever like applied to grad school or anything I'd be able to explain the gap that was in my um my time off or the gap in my resume or whatever and I started offering services and I was not allowing like I was not charging people for it which is my number like which is a problem because I should have been charging people for it because I just sat through four years of learning and filling my head with knowledge to design the best I can and I still have imposter syndrome to a fact where I don't even think I can set up rates and services but um I did that and I said like all of this is like courtesy and everything, but tips are appreciated. And I sat down with like a few clients and I spent weeks on their work, 
weeks. I created concept boards of them. I asked them for measurements, like back and forth communication. Even when I was busy, like even when I took time off my regular job because I was doing personal things, I still worked on their stuff and I didn't get anything in return, um, which sucks because when you feel like you're being taken advantage of, um, it hurts. Um, it feels like you think that your, your work's not good enough to even be appreciated or paid for. And although people do say like, hey, um, like this is for free, I'm just testing it out, testing out the waters, um, but tips are appreciated. I feel like if anyone ever says tips are appreciated, that means um, they're not required, but they really are appreciated because, yeah. Because I was working 40 hours at a job, and on top of that, I would have to come home and, like, talk to these clients. And it's, it was annoying. Um, and it made me feel even worse in my standing because I already felt like I didn't, after I graduated, I already felt like I didn't um, fit in with the art world because, like I said, I'm not the art world, the design world, because, like I said, there's certain people in the design world and for me not to get paid and being taken advantage of like that really um sucked because it's like am i gonna make it out here um but i do realize that my my design work is is well done it is good um and to not get too swallowed up in the fact that i am in a very uh i don't know how to word it it's um almost stuck up in a sense uh field that I want to make sure that I still remain very grounded to what I believe in so um I mentioned this in my episode with my sister about growing up low income we thrifted a lot of stuff so I think my design has to do with a lot of um practicalness uh, everything has to have a function and right now i'm going a little bit more for aesthetic because if things make me happy i'm gonna buy it because i've spent most of my life only buying for function and now that i do have the money or extra money to buy things that make me happy i think it's important to purchase things in your life that bring you joy um so yeah, that's hence why I have like 50 plus plants and do they have any function at all? They probably make me breathe a little bit better. I think they do, actually. Um, but my design has always been out of functionalist, functional, I, functionalism, maybe? Is that a word? Um, and yeah, so... I have a lot of thrifted stuff. Not a single thing in my room except for my mattress and my bed frame were bought full price. Yeah. Or, I mean, there's things that were bought full price but they were like given to me or they were, I was given a gift card for a housewarming gift. Um, not a, yeah, not a single thing in my house is actually bought full price. I, I thrift everything. Um, when people give me stuff, I make sure to um, create a purpose for it just because I hate landfills and everything and I think that's my style of design so I do I have started a design page on Instagram where I have been uploading like a bunch of different stuff so that people will get an idea of who I am so when they hire me they know what to look for so I don't have to like mask in somebody else's design I do that's that's one thing I really like about design and interior design is that like 
um, that you could switch up. You can create a theme, like, you don't always have to go off of, like, what you are known for. Um, it is fun every once in a while to create a Spanish-style kitchen or to create, like, that, um, cottage theme living room. What's another one? Like, bohemian backyard art eclectic um bathroom that's one of my favorites i love that but um you can switch up a design however i want to get to a point where people are hiring me for my own design work so if i do decide to put out designs that aren't exactly my style people will still see it and be like hey i like the way you went about this can i hire you to create a room like this in my room or my house, and I would say, hell yeah, yeah, completely. But if someone comes at me completely left field and be like, hey, I want everything white, like I want minimalist architecture, I want my house to look like Kim Kardashian, I'm gonna be like, you, I'm gonna say yes, because I need the money, but like, you um, did not do your research, and honestly, it's a slap in the face to me, because you're probably just hitting me up, because I am um, offering my services at a very cheap rate, which people will not do the research on you if you're offering your services at a very cheap rate. So that's why I had to set up my rates and services because I was essentially wasting my own time with these people because like, one, I was creating design work that I 100% didn't feel comfortable with and didn't feel comfortable putting my name on. And two, um, my clients more than likely probably weren't happy because I wasn't used to designing something like that. My heart wasn't in it. You could ask any artist if they're doing a piece, are they commissioning a piece that they don't feel passionate about? You will be able to tell that in their artwork. Um, so along with like struggling with finding my footing in the design world, I have to remind myself of who I am and not fall into that whole like rich, um, high class uh design interior design world which is very hard because you will be surrounded by that and no offense to any of them it's just i guess when you think about it it kind of makes sense because design is not hard um well design is hard but design is not uh design is a luxury Hiring an interior designer is a luxury. It's not a necessity. Hiring a plumber is a necessity. So when you think about people who hire someone to come into their house and essentially pick out wallpaper and pick out what couch and pick out where to put a rug or what pieces would go into a room, you would think that's a luxury and you would pin luxury with the people who can afford it, which are the rich people. Um... When you move into the house, you don't immediately think, oh, I need to hire an interior designer. So, yeah, it's I just don't want to fall into that category. I want to stay true to myself and who I was growing up. And um, my long-term goal, actually, in the art world or in the design world is to open up uh, low-income housings and homeless shelters. Um, around areas that I have noticed uh, need it, which is a lot of areas, unfortunately. Um, something that's not talked about. And like I said, design is seen as a luxury. It should not be a luxury. It should be a necessity. Everyone deserves a nice, nicely and aesthetically designed 
space to come home to. And it's not available to everyone, which infuriates me because interior design has become so um, exclusive. It's an exclusive club. And that doesn't sit right with me. It has never sit right with me. And I didn't realize how exclusive it was until I was applying to design schools. I'm very thankful to still be able are to, to have gotten into the interior architecture program at UNCG and to have met some crazy creative people. Um, but I do recognize that interior design does have problems associated with it. And I think it's because of how in- exclusive it can be. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, so the struggles with that that's my struggles my struggles with design um i do understand that the struggles that come along with art and photography and everything like that are going to be completely different i haven't picked up a camera in like 10 years um but i started to recently just for funsies um that has been fun uh i took some headshots for my roommate and he liked them so i was like fuck it um so i have been like hitting up a few of my friends just because, you know, um, sometimes I feel like I do lack creativity in the design world and I want to keep that creativity going. And since I, when I was younger, my hobbies were like photography and drawing, um, I still want to remain true to myself and remind myself that I still have like a creative side because it can get kind of boring um, drawing straight lines and everything. And it is hard to find clients that do want oh, something that looks different. Um, Yeah, because crazy designs are my thing. Like, I love them. It, you will look at me and be like, why are you putting that wallpaper with that flooring? But I'm going to be like, just wait. And then when it's done, you're like, wow, I was not expecting it to look that good. Bitch, don't underestimate me. Um, another struggle that I have seen that is involved in the art world and everything. So a lot of my friends, well, I do have a few friends. Actually, almost all of my friends are involved, involved in the art world in some sort of way, whether it's graphic de- design or photography um however that's kind of like their side gig um they will obviously they work like a regular job to like pay their bills and then they go to school for something that's like practical and then they do this on the side basically to keep them sane um i went to school for design i worked at a design firm and then i also had to work like another job to pay the bills or whatever Um, so, unlike my friends, which nothing against them, they're doing what they love, and they, actually, all all my friends who are doing it now are getting paid and commissioned for it, so they set up their rates and services, good for them, because it took me a while to fucking do that, even though I went to school for four years for this and got a whole ass degree in it. Um, I, hold on, let me, let me try to word this correctly. I went to school for four years, studying color theory, studying psychology behind design, and for people on the internet, or for people in real life just randomly picking it up, that sucks. Um, You can appreciate art, you can appreciate design, you can appreciate all that. Um, There are photography classes you can take, there are art classes you can take, Um, however, Interior design and interior architecture rides a very fine line because there are 
laws involved. There are requirements involved. There's like egress windows. There's um, certain paints you can use. I I'm a whole ass lead green associate, so I'm able to um, design buildings that are energy efficient, and um, I can provide like different stuff that will help with like energy consumption and low emitting paint and all that stuff, all that jazz. I literally am drawing a blank right now and I can't explain it to save my life, but I studied like a whole last semester and took a three hour um, exam just to be certified in that. So it kind of sucks when I see people essentially saying they are interior designers. Um, you can say you're a photographer. Like, by no means would I ever say I'm a photographer. But, like, people are able to pick up, take a few classes. Or not even take a few classes. Just, like, really, tr- like, really work hard and, like, understand the art of, like, photography or drawing. And they can call themselves an artist. They can call themselves a photographer. However... You can call yourself a designer, um, but I stand by the fact that maybe you probably shouldn't set rates if you actually haven't um, studied design. Um, I'm gonna piss some people off by saying that. If you have not studied design, you should not be a designer. (laughs) It sucks because, like, all the people you see on HGTV, they barely have any background in design. People can, people can design aesthetically pleasing places, aesthetically aesthetically pleasing spaces without a design degree. Of course, people can do it. People do that every day. When they don't hire an interior designer, that's fine. But um, I guess to earn the title, not even like interior design. Interior design is kind of iffy. You can call yourself interior decorator. You don't need any type of credentials for that. But interior architect, like I learned so much about like coding and requirements um, and everything to not essentially be called just a person who paints or just a person who picks out the paint on the wall. So I've also struggled with that because it's very hard to like sit people down because I see people on my Instagram all the time, like, designing pillows, or setting up, like, a room, or, like, doing this, and, like, oh, I'm such an interior designer, and it's, like, yeah, okay, um, it's, it's, I feel like it's kind of spitting in my face, being, like, I know you studied for, I know I might be taking this a little too personal, but it's, like, I know you studied four years, um, and you literally worked your ass off and spent nights in studios only for this person on Instagram, to say that they're an interior designer and now offers, offering their services. Um, I think this also comes from a standpoint where I still do have imposter syndrome to a point where I can't, I feel like I shouldn't be offering rates and services, even though I did graduate with a whole ass degree. But there are people out there who are, aren't qualified by any means. Do they have a portfolio? Yeah, but they aren't qualified to, um, to design spaces yet they're still doing it so if they're doing it why can't I do it because I have all the qualifications um yeah I think the struggles with the art world are more 
annoyances than actual struggle. Well, obviously, you know, payment-wise and everything. That's one thing interior designers can't relate to. They get paid pretty well. Um, and I know a lot of the art world doesn't. So I'm very happy that I'm on this side of the art world. But I do feel like all art, like the world would be nothing if we didn't have art. So I feel like it should be appreciated more. I'm 100% ready to pay like my friends over if they commissioned a piece for me, which is why I don't ever believe friends and family um, discount. Like recently I went to go get a tattoo um, from my tattoo artist and he was like, oh, I was like, how much is it going to be? And he was like, a hundred and I was like can we do it in two sessions because I don't know if I want to get the color yet and he was like okay we could do 50 50 and I was like okay cool um I was I was kind of like weirded out because I just spent three hours in a chair a chair and he was like a hundred dollars and I and he was like but you've always been looking out for me and I'm like okay sure yeah and then we got done and I I paid him 70 um because like 50 for the line work and then 20 dollar tip and I was like, yeah, $20 tips for you. And he was like, okay, well, next time you come, you only pay 30 And I'm like, no, like, no. And it's it's sad that some artists think that they do have to bump down their prices to keep their clientele. I will be happy to keep coming back to you even if you start charging over the roof. Like, real people, real supporters will pay the rate that you are offering. Um, and I think that's one thing that artists really struggle with is, like, having to lower their rates to kind of like accommodate to their clientele that should never be a thing and I know it's easier said than done are like you want this to be reality but people who actually appreciate art will pay you for your stuff or pay you over for your stuff um it's gonna be harder to find that clientele of course it is but um you should never lower your rates for your work because you know what you're worth you set up your rates for a reason um and it kind of hurt my heart a little bit when my tattoo artist was like, yeah, you only owe me 30 next time. And it's like, even if I'm struggling, I'm still going to throw you some tip money because um, you worked hard on this shit. Like, you were a perfectionist. You went over every line. Like, we sat here for three hours. Um, you deserve more than fucking $50. What the fuck is that about? Um, but, yeah. I don't know. It's been a while since I've dabbled, like, in the actual art world. Design is kind of, like, a little, you know, like, the art world's motorcycle, and then design is, like, the little car that's attached to the motorcycle. Um, <laughs> but that's my struggles with design. Um, I haven't been involved in the actual art world for a while, other than the fact that I do know that there's a lot of stigma behind um, the art world and how it's not a real thing, which sucks. That's why a lot of the people I know do their art as a hobby. Um, they've never come out and said, like, oh, well, I won't be taken seriously if I study art in this way. But I know a lot of people are like, oh, you, you do this? What do you expect to do with that degree? Well, I mean, artists make a shit ton of money once they get established. So, I mean, how do you think Picasso started? I actually don't know how Picasso started, but you gotta start somewhere. So, start showing your fucking work, even if it's weird, because there is a clientele out there for you, um, and they are loyal as fuck. Um, so, yeah, I have yet to find my clientele, which is fine, but I do have people who like my design. I have people come to my house, and they're like, I fuck with this hard, and I'm like, okay, um, because I don't think someone who's going to come into my house, um, and not like my design would tell me like, oh, 
these designs look nice. I think they would just keep their mouth shut. So I think I have found a, a small group of people who do appreciate my design and are supporters. I do have a design page again, so that's fun. But I'm going to end this episode because I really need a shower because I have like a dry scalp, which is not fun. Um, and I want to go get chicken nuggets. So um, follow me on Instagram, advocate to underscore. I have a link tree where you could find um, the link to my design portfolio. Um, I have LGBTQ+, COVID resources, and Black Lives Matter. So please take advantage of those if you need to. That's where they are. Um, I also have the link to my podcast, but if you're listening, you know where to find it. Also, on my Instagram page, there is my bio, and I have attached the at to my design account. So please follow that, because I'm trying to revamp it, trying to give out my style a little bit more. I post, like, my vintage shopping trips, um... I post, like, the headshots that I took of my roommate. I post, um, my plants. I post my design work, 3D renderings, floor plans, all that jazz. Pictures of Freddie Mercury. I love that man, dude. So, um, yeah. But if you're interested, please check that out. And if you ever need anything, please hit me up. Um, I will be happy to help. I have my rates and services on my page. So, yeah. Um... What else? Don't follow me on Twitter. Please never follow me on Twitter. If you find me on Twitter, do not tell me you found me on Twitter. My account's private, and, like, it's under, like, a very hidden name. My Abby's not even me, so, um, the chances of you finding me are very slim, but if you do find me, don't tell me. If you're already following me, um, let's pretend like I never tweeted any of that stuff. Um, I'll see you guys next week for a very fun and interesting episode. I want to announce it, but then again, like, last week or a few weeks ago I announced this week's episode and I felt like I was committed to it then and I couldn't change my mind so I'm not gonna announce it but it'll be fun um I hope everyone has a good week because it is Tuesday um please remember to support your art friends support art in general go out to an art museum art museums are free but remember to donate to the art museums keep artists alive because the fucking world would be so bland without art like my hometown had zero murals, and coming to Greensville, they have so many murals, and I'm like, wow, this place is, like, fucking beautiful. Um, so, please remember that a lot more goes into art than you realize, and appreciate your art friends, and respect their, um, rates. Yeah.